Okay, this is so not the direction I yeah, was Yeah, this was this, this is now you to put, I'm throwing away my whole original thesis. It's your fault though. You I'm saved sorry. you saved all the juicy stuff for too late. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing okay. It's caller day. It sure is. We always love a caller. We do. That's what we do. We love callers. The irony is, in the beginning, we thought this was going to be the entire podcast. Did we? Yeah. I really thought it was mostly going to be advice Oh, that's callers. true, yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Now it's just once a month. <laughs> that's good, though. It's something to look forward to. Right. And today, we have Fiona joining us. Fiona, thank you so much for spending your Friday night with us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Do you mind giving us your age, the age of the person in question? I, I believe you have a partner, uh, your city or region and your story. Yeah. So I am 25, just turned 25 a couple of days ago. Um, and my partner, my boyfriend is 26. So we're doing long distance for just this year. And then I'm moving back in July, I believe. July. Yes. It has been a year, so we met last January um, on a dating app. It's funny because we, like, it was just during the height of COVID, so we never really, we didn't meet up for two weeks after we initially started talking, and we basically just, like, talked on the phone. We were, like, obsessed with each other. We, like, would talk for hours and hours into the night. Um I was kind of just not doing anything at the time. I was just applying to schools and he just messed up his sleep schedule for me, I guess. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, so we met, we started talking and then we ended up meeting in real life and everything from there just kind of went uphill, I guess. We like really just fell in love and became obsessed with each other and started you know, I mean, I think we got really close during those two weeks of just talking on the phone, like not mm. having the, the physical component really sort of forced us to have that emotional mm -hmm. and that cerebral connection. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And I loved it. I loved that it kind of made, had that progression because um, I am from a more conservative family and background. So I, you know, I wasn't really you know, the ex expectation on dating apps to kind of, you know, jump into things really fast, which um, wasn't really me. And then flash forward six months later, I am heading off to medical school and we decided to do long distance. So now we're doing long distance, which has had its challenges. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess lately we've kind of been having these weird fights and disagreements and, um, just a weird disconnect, basically. And I think I mentioned in my email, like, this is both of our first serious relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, usually I'm the one that's more anxiously attached. I'm like, we're going to fix this. I'm going to stay in this. We're going to fix, fix, fix right now. But like, somehow in this, I find myself, whenever we do have these fights or arguments or hard conversations, I find myself like, catastrophize catastrophe I don't know the word catastrophizing Great and word. I'm like yeah <laughs> very difficult to say um <laughs> and then I just kind of I'm like this is never gonna work like let's I, I don't even know why we're doing this and like he gets really sad because he's like that makes me feel really unsafe in this relationship to feel like you don't 
like every time we have a fight, you're, you're thinking about running away when, you know, I'm, I'm seeing this as something very long-term and he was like, I'm going to marry you. We're going to have kids. We're going to have this life, like all that stuff. And like, at one point I did see that and I did want that, but I think like, because of all the weird fights and the long distance, I'm like just doubting everything. And I just, and my question in the email is like, how do you know when someone's the one, how do you know when someone is the one you're going to marry? I know, I know Andy, you're always like, you have to be a hundred percent sure if you're going to marry someone. <laughs> yeah. And that and is it's, sort of the, the, the forever question I think is how do you know with a capital K? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I have many questions. Is there any more, <laughs> anything more you want to add before we start picking this apart? No, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? Or? You can go first. I have, okay, I have my, my questions ready. My, my first question is, did the fighting begin when you went long distance? Yes. Really? Okay, yes. so you can, you can actually, there's a clear line in the sand where you went long distance and you started fighting a lot. Absolutely. Hmm. What are the fights about and do they tend to be the same fight over and over again? Mm-hmm. So for the first, so it's been a year and some change. So for the first, like three months of long distance, it was sort of the same fight over and over again. He, he was never really a texter in his previous relationships, like, or his friendships or any relationships in his life. And so I find, found it really hard to be in, in that and like find a good way to communicate with him because he would kind of be flaky when it came to zoom dates and it would you know it would just cause this friction I'm like do you even care do you even want to do long distance like you're saying you want to marry me but you're not putting it your actions aren't lining up with your words and he really turned that around I have to give him so much credit like he has upped the texting so much he's such a great communicator now he he like insists on talking through everything he's always there for me he oh wow okay this yeah took, this he, took a turn in a in a positive direction yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. okay so since that got fixed can you give me examples of other fights I'm curious to know if the if you feel like it's the same fight over and over again that's what I really want to know yeah I do so, I feel okay, like so since is. the communication one what do you fight about now I think the biggest one is sort of the the like the day-to-day commitment or the week-to-week sort of connection. I feel like I'm the type of person that needs, I am very type A, I, I need stability, I need certainty, I need a schedule basically. And I feel like I've expressed that so many times to him. I'm like, if you can't, like, let's have a Zoom date and then he'll you know, he'll get home from work and he'll be tired. And then he'll be like, I, I don't want to do it tonight. Like, I love you, but like, I need some, I need the night to myself. I'm like, okay, I get that. But then, then reschedule with me and tell me when we can do it again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he still is sort of struggling with that. And I feel like really frustrated that it's kind of the same thing. Like communicate with me, let me know what's happening. Like, give me a set, give me some stability, you know? Hmm. Give me some consistency. Okay. My question based on that is, do you feel like if you lived in the same city, not even living together, but let's say the same city within driving distance of each other, that that insecurity on your part would go away? Yes, definitely. 
Okay. And when you say you kind of made it sound like you have one foot out the door, is that, does that happen when you're fighting? Yes. Only? No, it's, it's the worst when we're fighting, but I think I do think about it a lot. I do thinking about breaking up a lot, which sounds bad to say. And I think there are other factors that kind of play into that. For example, um, my parents don't know about him and, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a point of high tension with, um, us because it has been a year and, um, there are religious and, um, Ah, cultural differences that come into play. This this is very important. The plot just thickens. This is very important, and it clears things up for me as to where your anxiety is coming from. Mm. So we can be honest that your anxiety is coming from the pressure you feel invisibly from your parents. Yes. Since they don't know of this guy. So what you're doing is you're basically transposing your parents' anxiety that they would have put on you about this to... Your boyfriend. And not to discount anxiety you might have about him or the relationship, but I can't help but feel like a lot of what you're fighting about is sort of part and parcel with being long distance. Mm-hmm. And you totally jump in at any time if you think we're jumping to conclusions. There's no question that's true, yeah. but I think the bigger issue is that yeah. all of this is being generated by the anxiety you're feeling about how your parents would see this. And the problem is, is that, to be perfectly honest... <sighs> And don't take this the wrong way, but just you talking about the imperativeness of these Zoom dates and the structure and was getting me a little stressed out. Mm. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I want the night to myself. We got to, we got to push the Zoom to you tomorrow. Know, I got to say too, I, I'm going to admit me as well. I will admit that I'm introverted and I like, I, I like my freedom, but I am, you know, the female in this relationship. And I also felt a little stressed. It's like, well, mm. what if you really aren't in the mood or you're a little stressed out? Mm. You could argue that you should always be in the mood to connect with your partner. But a Zoom date's not like just time spent together. So there, there is a sort of rigidity to that. But I, I see your point. Like you want him to reschedule it then. You want to know where, okay, well, if it's not tonight, is it tomorrow morning? Is it tomorrow night? Like yeah. you just sort of want to know. And you admit you're type A and you want to know what's Yes. Coming. And I have, I've also worked on that and I've become so much more flexible and I, I, it used to be a lot worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to ask questions about the parents? Well, that you're putting undue pressure on your boyfriend who seems like, so far, I don't see him committing any major fouls here. So Unless, uh, like, please. Yeah, if the, he is, tell us. Because I don't see from just our interaction so far that your boyfriend's doing anything wrong. Yeah, and I also want, if you do feel like you're doubting him and the relationship, I want uh, concrete reasons yeah. that aren't related to the distance. Right. Yeah, there's got to be something specific. Because other than that, it seems to me like you're just putting undue pressure on the relationship because of this anxiety you feel from what you expect your parents to be thinking about this. Yeah, from what her mm-hmm. parents expect yeah. her, I presume. Yeah, exactly, right. And, and you know, as, as I like to quote the 38 Special song, you hold on loosely but don't let go in a relationship. You know, the, if you really grab on tight and you're just like, you may destroy it. Yeah. And I think you gotta you got to chill out a little bit on him. I don't see him doing anything that's, suggesting that he doesn't want to be involved in this relationship or that he's a bad guy. Unless. Unless there's something you're not telling us. 
Yeah, let me let me tell you a little something. Ah, <laughs> the um, truth comes out. Um, so three months into our relationship, um, as you know, we met on a dating app, and you know, so three months in, we um, or I think it was two months in, we both decided we're gonna get off it. We're gonna you know be exclusive. This is commitment. Um, and you know, we both deleted in front of each other. We mm. were like, we're done. And then a week or two later, I was sitting in his car and we were driving somewhere and he handed me his phone and I like saw that he had redownloaded it. And, um, he was like still messaging other women. Mm. And I feel like I kind of have not gone past that in a way. I've like had this trust thing with him throughout the whole relationship. I think like even when he was not communicating with me during long distance, my first thought and my first anxiety with that was always like, oh my God, he's not responding because he's with another girl. Mm. And like, to me, that wasn't out of the blue like I was like I mean he was doing that when we were you know like he was he was being we were kind of serious two or three months in like the way we were talking every day the way we saw each other so often like I really thought like and he he expressed the same thing he was like I'm really serious about you and so for me to see that on his phone I was kind of just like oh my god like am I just being a fool Hmm. Um, how did he explain that away good question he said he wasn't ready to delete it and he felt a little pressured to do that. And I was like, I didn't, you know, I didn't make you do anything. We had a discussion about it. Um, and then he was like, I, I'm going to be honest, like, I'm just bored. Like I was bored and I just like, cause it was during this time where I was kind of like, I wasn't doing any work, but I was also like really intensely like applying to schools. So it was like, I would not have, I would go through these periods where I would just not be able to talk to him. And so he was like, I never had any intention of meeting up with anyone. I was just bored. Like, please don't take this the wrong way. Like, Mm. and that just kind of insulted me too. I was like, oh, you're bored. Like, Mm. no, I'm amazing. Like, don't tell me you're Mm -hmm. bored. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not really the the best answer. No, no. He doesn't get a high mark for that one. Yeah. That's not a great sign. I'm curious, Andy, from your perspective, from the man's perspective on this front, I feel like that I don't, is that a red flag? It kind of feels like. Uh, Unfortunately, I would, I would say that that's an age thing. I I hate to say that. I know it's a cop out, but (laughs) at that age, I could see myself doing something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to vilify him for it. It's definitely a sloppy, crappy move. I hate too that she had to find it. I, I hate that too. Yeah. 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 Like had he confessed and been like, look. It's just also, it just seems really duplicitous. It's like, look, I'm deleting it. Yeah, and then yeah. later on, like, <laughs> yeah. in the shadows. And free upload. <laughs> yeah, wow, you're you're so crafty. Um, so that, that adds another layer. Um, yeah. But it doesn't change the overreaching aspect, which is, I believe, you're, now the anxiety is coming from, from both two directions. Ends, yeah. It's like a... Before we get into the parents thing, I'm just curious, has anything else happened since then that has caused you to feel like you cannot trust him? Other than I understand he's not as communicative as you want or as reliable in a long distance setting you specified. Is there anything else? Yeah, I feel like I'm just 
like, I hate saying these things out loud because it, I know how it sounds and I know I'm smarter than this, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, a couple months ago we were together in person and I saw like him messaging his, one of his guy friends and he had screenshotted, um, a text that he had gotten from a girl and it was a girl that he had been seeing in December. So before we met and she had screen, the girl had messaged him a screenshot of his Instagram story where he had put me up there and said, happy girlfriend day, happy national girlfriend day or something like that. And she was like, I know, but wait. (laughs) 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 Um, And then she screenshot it to him. She was like, you have a girlfriend question mark. Thanks for wasting my time. And then he responded Mm -hmm. saying, no, not my girlfriend, just an inside joke. And I flipped my shit. Wait a minute. We're getting, you're giving us, you gave us like the top of the pyramid and we're now we're getting the whole bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So there are problems. There are problems. There are trust issues. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. We've like, we've gone to couples therapy. Like I was like, let's do that. Let's go to couples therapy because I need, I don't know what to do. I don't trust you. I can't get over these things. Um, no. They're still in the back of my mind. And I feel like they affect my like relationship with you. Like I, I feel like during fights, I bring it up and then it's, it's wait, just wait, like wait. we can't get. I just got to, we got to get to this issue again. What okay. did he say when you confronted him mm-hmm. about this? Oh, he said, um, he said this was a girl from before before me but he didn't want her to think that you know he was like two timing two timing her or wait but how i don't it's understand. not two timing it's not two timing her that was before you. you yeah he he kind of he was just like it i just didn't want her to think that i was seeing you while i was seeing her so i just uh, like tried to make it go that's away so no weak. that's no, even weaker than no, i'm that's bored not good. That's, that's even weaker <laughs> that's not good. i didn't think it was possible to get weaker than that. that's not good Oh my god! Okay, this is so not the direction I yeah, was. Yeah, this was. This, this is now. You to, I'm throwing away my whole original thesis. It's your oh fault, no. though. You I'm saved. Sorry. You saved all the juicy stuff for too late. Ah, oh, man. Oh. I still think that you are channeling some stress from your parents, but I think it's out now way more validated than yes. I thought it was before. He's, he has proven that he's got. I thought you were the one with one foot out the door, but it kind of sounds like he's he's keeping his options open. Yeah, yeah. I don't like this. The combination, I could accept. These are just the things you know about that you happened upon. That's true. And it was and it was just by pure happenstance that you were able to figure this out. So two for two that yeah. you found. Yeah. Are there is there anything else? It's like you had a blindfold on and you're walking through like a house and you're tra- it's like a it's like a, a scavenger hunt yeah. and you're just mm-hmm. bumping into things yes. to find them. You have no eyes yeah. and Which, you have no hands. That's it begs not, the question, what else is there that she simply hasn't exactly. bumped into? Right. So so you have it's real, a lot for one year too, by the way. It's a like, lot. It's I, early. I had is, it been if this were a five year relationship and everything else was peachy, I'd be like, Ugh, it's really sketch. It's too early. It's too early and the relationship's too young. I I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm shifting gears Oh here. my God, me too. I think that you may you may actually have to, to have a, not an ultimatum ultimatum, but close. You may have to bring this to a head because those are bad. In conjunction, 
having just fallen upon them by chance, yeah. very bad, uh-huh. big red flag. The thing about re-uploading the, I'll let him, I'll give him a pass on that for his age alone. Uh-huh. The thing about the the screenshot with the girl, that's very weird. That's dodgy. Um, yeah. Both of them combined, red flag. It's yeah. just, it's so like, it's confusing because first he has the story that's like National Girlfriend Day. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's so weird. Why would he? But the like, I can't, we cannot deny the fact that why would he not just say what supposedly is true, which is that he met you after he saw her. According to what he's told you, that's the truth. It makes you wonder if that is indeed true. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's are you very are you, evasive. He doesn't like difficult conversations. Well, clearly he likes difficult situations, but not the conversations <laughs> that come after them. So you, you led with, he talks about the future. He says he wants to get married, start a family with you, that he f- seems very committal. Uh, can you give any examples of him really showing that beyond saying mm-hmm. that? Yeah. I know it's kind of tough. You've been long distance for a while, but. Yeah. So I will say that all of that stuff happened. um, Like the last of that was October of last year. So there haven't been any, any incidents after that. I feel like Andy, like you said, like I did give him an ultimatum. I was like literally one more thing and I'm Mm -hmm. out. Okay. And I, I'm just never going to like, it's literally three strikes and you're out. And, after that, he like went through his social media, deleted any and all exes or girls that he had ever talked to. He is like very open about his phone now. Like he like hand he'll like leave it there and hand it to me mm-hmm. and stuff okay. like that. And okay, that's um, good. Yeah, he has he has changed in certain ways. And to answer your question, Charlene, he he does show me that he's committed by visiting me a lot like he Mm. does he comes to see me he makes plans for me to go to see him he um he like buys me gifts (laughs) like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um that's that's good those are good things i can't deny that how often do you talk um we talk every day we talk Mm. yeah we text every day we call usually every night um or randomly in the day if we have a few minutes I'm going to re-revise okay. my theory about okay. this guy. Oh, I do. Okay. Do you want to go first and then, because I still have questions about the parents. I, okay. I just want to just, yeah, I, by the, first question is, is he the same culture or religion as you? Is it a similar? No. Oh, mm-hmm. is that a, is that going to be a problem with your parents? Even if this, okay. So that's, okay. that's a problem. Okay. Yeah. And, and how bothered would you say he is by the fact that your parents don't know about him? He is pretty bothered. Oh. He actually gave me an ultimatum to kind of um, tell them pretty soon. And that's why I'm kind of like even more freaked out. I'm like, because my mom basically told me, she said she would stop talking to me if I move forward with him. And so I'm kind of like, am I going to give up my relationship with my mom for this man? Oh my God. This is heavy stuff. Fiona. Okay. This is big stuff. This is like this iceberg is so much bigger than. Yeah, I you it was really gave be. us just a little tip. This is this is. I'm gonna re- just give a summary of how I feel about okay. this. I'm gonna re-revise my feelings about your boyfriend, and I'm gonna okay. say that I'm gonna chalk all of that up to age and mm-hmm. some immaturity. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a pass as, as, with a heavy heart. I'm going to give him a pass. <laughs> okay. Because of, as I said, his age and also his actions subsequent to these infractions. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's, I think he's, I think his heart is in the right place. Anyway, he's a good guy. Yeah. I think he is. I'm, I'm, I'm well, giving him a big pass. It's like a judge, so the guy, like a kid, you know, did something that could get him in prison for 20 years. And the judge is like, listen, this is your last. <laughs> but yeah. no, but seriously, I'm giving him a full pass. Mm-hmm. Bad stuff, but he's he's redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to chuck it up to age. Uh, just okay. let me have the yeah, let, yeah, yeah. let's let's I'll, give it. I'm, I'm let's give her it that. zipped. Let's give her that. Because otherwise we're going to get bogged down. In that. I, I know. I just there's too much to talk about. It's okay. bigger than okay, that. We'll keep going. There's too much. I think you absolutely have to tell your mother about this and come to terms with it. It's fair to him and it's fair to you and it's it's fair to your mother, even though I don't agree with that type of dynamic, but this is what you're dealing with. And it's also fair to your future self in whatever relationship you go forward with, whether it's this one or others. Mm -hmm. Unless your intention is, uh, let's, let's, Put a pin in your boyfriend for a second and the sketchy stuff. Was it otherwise your intention to marry within your culture and your religion? No. Okay. No, I never. I honestly did not know that she felt this way. I genuinely thought that, you know, my dad is very open and he's, he's, I say parents, but it's really my mom who's the mm-hmm, issue. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. My dad is very, very open-minded and I feel like I sort of assumed clearly very wrongly that my mom was in the same boat. So I, I thought my, the world was my oyster. I was like anything and everything goes. And mm-hmm. when she found out about, you know, me being even friends with him, she was like, I just want you to know that you can't marry that kind of man. Like, and what what kind of man is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, I, what, what describe him? Yeah, and how the come, kind we're talking and about? And when you just say friends, like how did you introduce? Were you like, oh, I've been hanging out with this guy. He's a friend. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. elaborate nice how? Nice work, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow, slow playing. It's a long, yeah. long play. I want to know how the topic of him being your friend first came up, yeah. and what kind of guy that what that means. Yeah. So, I mean, my mom is pretty racist, so this is going to sound bad, but um, he is black and Muslim. Um, And we are of Sikh and Hindu religion. So Mm -hmm. there has been a lot of, you know, historical trauma that comes Mm -hmm. with that. My mom has had experiences that hit really close to home. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's mostly the religion thing and how I introduced him was I, I'm just hanging out with him as a friend and I met him through a mutual friend and we're hanging out and I guess because I was living at home and I was like dressing up to go see him she'd be like I know you like him and I'm just telling you right now like you can't you can't date him you can't marry him just in general you have to be thinking about your happiness and and that may be inter like entangled with your mother's love so if 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 you had that real tough call to make is it going to be your happiness or a harmonious relationship with your mother that's the question here yeah that's something i've been trying to figure out for the last year um i think i'm sort of you know therapy and self-reflection and journaling Mm -hmm. i'm sort of coming to the conclusion that it has to be my own happiness and that's exactly what you said 
just no matter what my future relationships are, this isn't the precedent that I want to set mm-hmm. for myself and for her. Like, right. just because you don't approve doesn't mean that I get to cater to your every whim. It's not your life. It's mine. Yeah. I really, 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 really wish the boyfriend was just perfect. Yeah, I know. This would be a lot easier. It's true. This would be so much easier. Well, I tried to make it easier for myself by just assuming he is perfect. I'm having a full carte blanche yeah it's just it's just that those two instances in a one-year relationship and you said that other thing happened october of last year correct 2021 yeah and now it's february 2022 you have to balance it with the fact that he's demanding that he she tell her mother about him which shows that he's invested he's giving he's done everything he shows her his phone all the time he talks to her every single day I, I think it's an She's making thing. an effort to change. I agree. Yeah, I'm going to give But all I'm pass. saying is that when she focused a lot on the fighting in the beginning, that backstory really colors the fighting. Like yeah. here we were thinking you were a kind of controlling, but it's just that you have trust issues that he planted oh, in this clearly. relationship. And, and it's exacerbated by the stress you're feeling from your mother. It's like a perfect storm. Yeah. Yeah. So we totally get it. Yes. You're not crazy. Yeah. I feel, That's a normal I reaction. really, really feel for you. Yeah. It's a bad I situation. To, yeah. You are stuck literally between a rock and a hard. No, you're not literally. You are stuck proverbially. <laughs> I hate when people do that. It's obviously not literally. Me too. Oh, it's not literally. Like, oh, it's, really? Yeah. Really literally? <laughs> it's not literally. Thank you. But uh, proverbi- pr- proverbially, 100%. So t- who's going who's gonna to be happy? You or your mother? It, I, I think it should be you. Yes. And to me, out of this entire conversation, sketchy behavior aside, fighting aside, which I maintain is long distance you know, mostly long distance related, you know, the stuff happened and Mm -hmm. it was sketchy, but we still don't know what it would look like if, you know, for your relationship to continue in the same city. So I kind of want to put a pin in that. I feel like the single most important thing you've said here is that you, whether or not your boyfriend existed, have had no intention of only looking to date within your own culture and religion. If you were like, well, it was what I was looking for. It's what I always thought I would do. But then I met him. Then even I that would look a little different to me. But the fact that you were like, nah, like this is gonna this conversation with your mother is going to happen. Yep. It just comes down to when you have the balls to do it. (laughs) This this is a good time to rip off the bandaid, you know, because maybe this relationship with this guy won't work out. Yeah, but at yeah. least you've gotten over that hurdle of like, mom, my happiness comes before you. And you have the luxury. A lot of people in your position don't have this luxury. You have the luxury of having a parent who's on your side. Yes. Yeah, so, that's very true. Yes. Good yeah. point. Very good point. Hmm. Just broaching the conversation, even if she doesn't like it, she doesn't want to hear about him. You just need to kind of crack the ice. Like you got to get yeah. it started. And you said you're 25. You're getting to that age where... I think you become all too aware of how your parents are not perfect and they have their mm-hmm. flaws. Yeah, and I do really believe that there's a time in your 20s where this does happen, mm-hmm. usually for a reason like this. You know, mm-hmm. parents like to pretend that they don't have expectations for who their oh, kids yeah. end up with, but they really do. And I just think that even if it you don't end up with this guy, I almost feel like the boyfriend is only like... He's like a subcategory now. He's a ve- he's a vehicle for this situation. Yes, yeah. He's the impetus mm-hmm. for the conversation that you evidently need to have with your mother. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. 
And and just as a silver lining, it's possible that if your mother breaks and she's like, okay, you're happy. I, I hear you. Go ahead. Be happy. Do what you want. Then you'd be like, oh, I don't want to be with this guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe their entire relationship is a rebellion on exactly. her part. <laughs> she has no idea. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah. This, wow, this one went in a different direction. I'm not sure how helpful this was because when it comes to the relationship itself as much as I want to be like oh that's sketchy that's sketchy and I really do think that honestly and it like I said it colors all of your arguments I do ultimately I think side with Andy that you know he has made the efforts to to make amends again yeah. we don't know what else is out there but I think it's almost too soon to tell because it is long distance like you just I wouldn't say like move to a city for this guy but if you were going to move back to the city he's in anyway then like i said like it needs a pin needs to be put in that it's too soon to say mm-hmm. if okay. ultimately do you think ultimately does the relationship bring you joy absolutely yes mm-hmm. do you feel safe um i didn't those first three months of the long distance and the trust things but now i do good it's so weird but his his commitment and his desire to make it work so bad and his willingness to do everything and talk everything through and be there for me. I think it makes me feel so safe in the relationship. And I feel really guilty sometimes that I can't give him that same safety because I'm always the one that's like, this is fucked. Like, Oh my God, like yeah. work it. Like this is never like, what I, you know, I kind of, I do catastrophize. I, I don't know how to say that. Oh word, but I do. Strike, strike two. You got one more chance. <laughs> I'm that God, way I'm with the word degenerate, degenerative. I already hit <laughs> proverbially <really> wrong. <laughs> yeah. We, we've all got that word. None of us are good with words. But but it's worth it. It's, it's worth it because that's such it, yeah. a good word. I, I yeah. commend you for, yeah. keep, for I'm keeping. I'm too scared trying. to even say it in reference. I know. I know I'm, I'm like, yeah, good word. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. Uh, Fiona, what were you expecting? What direction were you expecting us to take this in? I thought you were going to tell me to break up with it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. I actually am bizarrely very clear on this one. As complicated as this is, and way more complicated than other questions where I've been on the fence. Yeah. Wow. I think I actually think this guy has earned his place in your life as much as what he did at the beginning was shady. I'm giving him a pass no, because he, of his his subsequent actions yeah. and and his intention. The fact that he's really angry that you're not introducing her, her your mother. Speaks volumes. Yes. I mean, he wouldn't yeah. say that if he was playing the field or wasn't interested in you. That that doesn't make yeah. any sense. It's a dissonance. So I, I'm okay with this guy. I think he makes you happy. I think this could be a great thing. And I think it's no better time than the present to, as I said, rip off the Band-Aid with your mom, get this over with. You've got your dad as backup in your court. I think you're good. I think that's the decision. Far from breaking up, mm-hmm. you can break mm-hmm. up after. Yeah, as you can get clear it with your mom if she says yes or no. Then over the next few months, you can make a decision whether you want to break up with this guy. Mm-hmm. But the first order of business is to talk to your mom and say, "I my happiness means th- it's about me. This is not about you. I love you, but this is me, and that's yeah. it." I have two things I want to say. The first is: Does the does your boyfriend know how your mother feels, or does he- Okay. Yeah. Mm. 
Oh, that's really that, rough. Oh, that, that actually yeah. oh, that makes me feel gives bad. him more points. Actually, yeah. yeah. Well, because if you think about it, like, sure, you haven't felt totally secure because of two strikes. We all admit they're strikes. Mm-hmm. I guess if the roles were were reversed, you would feel also unsafe knowing that Absolutely. he wasn't telling his mother about you. No. Yeah. Okay. I agree. So, wow. Okay. That's a good point. Okay, and the other thing I want to say is, given your dad is more open-minded and easygoing, I think you you might as well, why not, tell him first? <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Unless you already have. No, I did tell him first a couple months ago that I had feelings for him. Um, and then a month later... I was back home for break and I, I sort of like told my mom also that I had feelings for him and I wanted to date him. And it was like a whole emotional thing and she didn't talk to me for 10 days. And uh-huh. um, yeah, it was just bad. But my dad, he was like, you know what? I give you permission. Like if this is something you need to do, like uh-huh. do it. I don't like it just because I know how much, I just because I know the conflict that can come from having those big differences, but I think it's your life and I trust you and like do what you need to do. And my mom was just the opposite. Can you possibly use your dad as a vehicle to get to your mom? (laughs) Just strategizing. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that I think that would be the best course of action. Okay. Just because my dad and I are really close like that. And I think it could really help. Okay. I could also use my brother. <laughs> oh, he's on your side too? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, okay. So you got a couple of allies there. I think maybe ask them if they're comfortable. I don't know your family dynamics. If they're comfortable kind of slowly, you know, working on your mom. Okay. Yeah. Might, be, it might be the easiest way to do it. Although it's probably better to take bold action, but I don't want to put too much on your plate. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts here, but the thing I really, uh, hope that you focus on is you, you sort of touched on it earlier with what your dad had said, which was, you know, I trust you. And I trust like, if you feel you need to do this, if you feel strongly enough, like I, I trust you. That's what I feel is. And I, I understand your mother has had her experiences that Push her in the direction of the feelings she has about this. That was not eloquent, mm-hmm. but you knew what I meant. Yeah. But ultimately, a parent's role is to prepare you for life so that you can spread your wings and fly and make your own decisions and and not control your decisions when exactly. you're an adult. And I do feel like you should mention that. And I, I don't envy the conversation you have to have, but I... Like we said already, with or without the boyfriend in the story, in the picture, this conversation has to be had. It's it's almost like a coming of age thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and it's easier to have a conversation like this when you know you're in the right, and yeah. you're in the you are in the right clearly. Exactly. So. So you guys think I should focus more on that aspect instead of worrying about if he's the one or if I'm going to marry yeah. him. Well, okay. no, no, you can think about that, but I think you should take the stress that's in your relationship and, and move that over to the situation with your mother. Just okay. move it over. Like, like yeah. really focus the stress on that and take a little pressure off the boyfriend. Because I think the guy is really making an effort. And I don't know if he deserves 
I, I know, I know you, you take the. Uh, I didn't uh, say anything. I know what you're thinking, but I, I'm forgetting <laughs> about that stuff. I think he deserves at least the breathing room mm-hmm. in the relationship to feel like comfortable. Put that on your mom. Your mom's the source of the problem right now. It's no longer mm-hmm. your boyfriend. Yeah. So just put it on her. She's causing a problem in your relationship. And yeah. that's part of why I do think the boy, like you said, like, what about how do I know? That is really the age old question. And even after having the certainty that I've had about Andy and after a lifetime of not knowing and wondering what else was around the corner and thinking about the grass being greener, I'm still not sure how to describe it. I think that that's kind of too big a question for you to try and take on right now, given this Mm -hmm. far more immediate thing happening. Mm -hmm. And my other issue is that the issues in your relationship are kind of conditional right now. In my opinion, yeah. it feels like the mother is playing a role in it. The distance is playing a role in it. Him, you know, there's the trust issues from those two instances are playing a role in it. What would it look like if all of that sort of mellowed yeah. out? You just yeah. don't know yet. And exactly. I, the worst thing you can do is end a relationship because of other reasons yeah. and then wonder what if and then maybe he's dating someone else one day and you're kind of like but i never really we didn't break up because of this well you know yeah and, and it, it's yeah. like a, a general easy way to to determine if you're with someone that's the right one is to say can you live without them that's just a broad generalization of how you should look at it do i want to be buried next to them you know you can really take it <laughs> extremely morbid but can you can you see your life without him and to be able to even get to a place where you can clearly answer that question you have to remove this other source of tension mm. so yeah. it all leads back to your mother yeah so and- to, to be able to even look at this relationship and answer the question is he's the one this has to be addressed first and remember that for her to not trust your decision making and your choices means that she doesn't trust herself and how she raised you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. That's a good one. It's yeah, true. Okay, Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot packed in. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we gave you some things to think about. Absolutely. This is so helpful. Thank you Great. so much. Great. That makes me really yeah. happy to hear. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and we'd like an update. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll send an email. This was um, like, I feel like it just, I feel like I was cloudy and it was foggy. And now I feel like there's a direction, like some oh, like fog, that, like cleared. That makes, oh, that that's makes great. us very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's We're really happy fantastic. to help. Good. Thank you so And I feel much. like the, the timing was right too. Yeah. This feels like it needs to come mm-hmm. to a head. Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, All right. Fiona. Well, good luck. Yeah. And uh, no, no better time than, wait, I screwed that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't wait till tomorrow to do the work today. Wait, if not, no better time if, than the moment. If what not the hell now, is when? Eh, that's fine. <laughs> it's not what I was thinking, but it's good enough. Yeah, <laughs> that. What I said. Okay, Fiona. Good luck on medical school, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Thank you. And, Thank you so much. And good luck with that. Yep. Okay. okay. You guys are All beautiful. Right. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. You are okay. too. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Ooh, oh, man. Wow, heavy stuff. Got a lot heavier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oof, but I, that you know went th- in such a different direction than I was expecting it to. Th- this this is what happens sometimes. I think people 
kind of lie to us about the question that they really have. And <laughs> yeah. then it's slowly drawn out of them. Like they're at the doctor's office. He's like, what, what, what tell me about other things? Well, I also have this rash <laughs> and have you done anything to get that rash? Like, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> well, I kind of <laughs> slept with a goat. <laughs> Is that a thing that makes a rash? <laughs> um, I guess what, like, I'm feeling a little emotional right now not only because of what she's going through and just it was like it just sort of felt like you know yeah like she gave us the tip of the iceberg the tip of the pyramid and suddenly we're like oh oh my god it keeps going and then they're all intertwined of course but what's getting me a bit is how her question her original email in no way indicated any of this it was more like oh we we fight and when we fight i kind of want to leave and i haven't been this way in other relationships and i was i thought this was going to be like a more of like an attachment style thing. Yeah. And it just got so much deeper. Not that attachment styles are not deep because that shit is deep. Yeah. But it kind of freaks me out a bit because her email was kind of a maybe. And I feel this sense of like she, we needed to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of freaking me out. Why? Just in general. I'm not, to, I don't want to make this about me, but just in general, like all the emails and you kind of want to answer them all. And this one truly was a maybe like this one almost didn't happen. Oh, I happen. see what you mean. Sorry. And I, 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 yeah. And I'm feeling a little emotional that it almost didn't happen. Like I, I feel like once in a while we really step in at the right time. And I think this was one of those times. I mean, I don't want to like toot our own horns no, or anything. No, it's just anybody. It could have been anybody, but someone, yeah. she needed somebody to do this. I think so. I mean, I think we gave yeah. good advice. I'm sure someone will chime in to tell us that they disagree, but it does feel like the conversation with her mother has to happen. Mm-hmm. Again, had she said, you know, it really was my goal to marry within my religion, within my culture, but then I met this guy and that kind of put a wrench in things. Yeah. That's kind of different because, you know, what was more, what was stronger, what she had intended to do or how she feels about this guy. Right. But in this case, she never intended to do this. This conversation needs to happen. It had to, it should have happened yesterday. Yeah, I agree. Oh man. So you think the guy is. I think the guy's probably okay. He's making an effort. I think the guy is dealing with a situation of his own in her own way. She's kind of doing him dirty the way he did her dirty, just a different kind. Like, yeah, no, it's it's, not her fault. She's not, she's not a malicious intent. She's she's doing doing her her best, best, but but she's dealing with a situation which is just as kind of damaging to him as the stuff he did was damaging to her. The fact that he's aware why her mother doesn't know about him as a boyfriend. A lot of people might have left. He would have walked. And that's why. And would have honestly maybe kind of been within their right to do that. Oh, Absolutely. Which is why I give him a pass. Yeah, I mean, sure, he he did a couple of things which were questionable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, but that's not the whole story. That's a tiny little bit of the story. Yeah, the way he's behaved and how he's reacted to the stimuli presented to him regarding mm-hmm. this relationship with her mother. Yeah, has shown a guy who's one hundred percent in. Yeah, I can't I can't make any other conclusion than this guy wants this. He wants to work through this, and he's and he's dealing with a huge hurdle. Yeah. to get there. Yeah. The mother just is, to me, the glaring thing here. Because part of me, you know, he does the sketchy stuff. They have fights because of trust issues and communication issues, long distance. You know, there's all these things. And part of me is like, it's only a year in. It should be easy. This should be the fun part. But again, the mother is preventing that from being the case. So I kind of want them as a couple to find 
a situation, like a place like where, like I said, those other things are mellowed out and see what happens then. It's very possible they break up within a month. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Break up with him after you sort this out with your mother. Yeah. Don't make your mother the reason why you break up. Yes. And 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 Cause, the- but trust me, if she makes her mother the reason why she breaks up with him, her mother will also be the reason why she breaks up with other people. And her mother will be the reason why she breaks up with her mother. But she'll she'll be so yeah. resentful of that. Yeah. And her mother will then feel empowered. Yeah. And feel that she she has more of a say in who her daughter yes, dates. She's than reinforcing she a bad behavioral dynamic. Yes. And and uh, look, that she's the, their mother is freezing them in that initial anxious phase of relationship. They're never going to escape from that phase. Yeah. It's going to be constant anxiety forever yeah. until this is resolved. Anyway, okay. I feel very clearly about this one. As whereas at the beginning, oh when it was God. a simple question, yeah. I was like. Uh, no, you know, isn't know. that funny? The more information. The more complicated it got, the more simple for me, at least, the answer got. This call, before we wrap, is to me the poster child for why we should not get rid of caller episodes. I know. Because I've been on the fence for Shandy's out there wondering. I've been really like this close to cutting caller episodes because people don't seem to tune into them as much. That's just the honest to God truth. And so I'm like, I guess people don't care about these. We never could have given this answer in a QA. and a No, I agree. That, that's, that's what I'll close with, I guess. Yeah. I guess we're not getting rid of caller episodes anytime soon. <laughs> it's like the end of Schindler's List where he's like, this watch, this watch, I could have saved another life. This, this, this bracelet, another life. That's probably not a good analogy. <laughs> too far, too far, too much, too much. But a good way to end with a laugh, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Always good for a laugh. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think then that's a wrap. That is. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends, leave us Apple podcast and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews, and generally do all the things you would do to support and keep afloat a podcast that you enjoy. And I think that's a wrap then, Andy. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye.